Welcome to the Republic. My name is Rich Sims, and what we will be doing today in this episode is looking at the destruction of our republic. Our country was founded as a republic. That is where Republicans get their name, is from the Republic. But our republic has been destroyed by the people that control the world. Many people call them the New World Order, but they're not new. They've been around the whole time of the world's existence. The people with the money, the people no one talks about anymore. Rothschilds, Granaldis, these are people that are so wealthy, they don't even, they're not even on the top wealth list. They keep it hidden. They deal in commodities such as water and food that we eat. Uh, they're so wealthy, they can move countries and collapse them as they have. Our whole country was founded fighting these people. The whole reason that people came to this country is to escape the dominance that the people that controlled the money system had many of them were debtors many of them were indentured servants but they came here and they fought and they gave their lives to be free and then on december 16 1773 the republic of america was born when brave patriots risking their own lives had the Boston Tea Party. They threw what was taxed from China into the ocean on December 16, 1773, which was fighting an act that was created in May 10, 1773, which was called the Tea Act. And if you noticed, China, even then, was part of the New World Order. The New World Order or the people that control our country, they've been around and they're in they're in communist countries, they're in democratic, they don't care the form of government, they only care about control. They like to divide us with these titles so that we fight one another so they can have control. They're the banks, the credit cards that keep you in, in debt. They're everything that is bad in this country. We must fight them with everything we have because they're taking our lives. From the creation of our country, we fought them for over 200 years and we stayed free. We were their worst enemy. And but there have been others that have created the fight against the people that control the world. Napoleon, who helped us get our freedom, was their big enemy. He stood up and said, no, France will be free. And he conquered most of Europe until they destroyed him. And they knew he was so powerful, they could not kill him. They put him on an island in exile. And there have been others throughout history that have fought the people that control everything. Genghis Khan created what would be one of the greatest empires, the Mongol Empire. But he was tired of being told where to go, what to do. So he conquered. And in the Mongol Empire, there was free trade, freedom of religion. You could worship anything you wanted. 
And then today, he has such a bad reputation because he wanted freedom. Because it said the victors create history. And even though our American ancestors over 200 years were given the rights, the, the, the accusations of creating our empire, our republic. If you look today in history, they're thought of as bad because of the slave trade and others owning slaves, even though that was what was going on back then. And our own ancestors, whether you be white, Chinese, whatever, we've all had periods of slavery in our lifetime. The Irish, the Scottish, all have had periods where they were slaves. All the indentured servants that came here and had to serve all the various British companies that owned huge pieces of not only America, but India, uh, Africa, and other things that were given by the Queen and by the people that controlled the money. Because even the monarchy in England had to depend upon the money changers. Christ himself threw the money changers out of the temple. And I think that is symbolic. Religion is one thing that these people do not like. They do not like religion and people that believe in a higher power, right and wrong, because they want to control the moralities of our country. Let us have a moment of silence for five seconds to remember the brave souls that died in the Revolutionary War the War of 1812 and all the other battles that battled to keep us free. All right. Many of you may not have realized that there were lots of companies that I guess you could say they were literally, this is one of the few times in history that the monarchies of, of money changers actually had the companies that truly controlled most of the world. Uh, these English companies found that India had their own militaries. And if you look throughout history and look at what happens, it's all about money. If, if a country tries to stand up and be free and endangers the money system of these controlling evil bastards, then they all of a sudden have a reason to invade them and put them down. And they tried to do that to America in our youth. But we stood up and we fought. But unfortunately, the money did take over. And World War One and World War Two, our country had to turn to these money changers for to borrow money for the war. Uh, Morgan, who was one of the great, basically at that time. Morgan controlled the railroads. He controlled the banking system. He had an enormous amount of money. 
nobody has the control that he had even today except for these secret bankers which his family is one of them that has went into the dark but he loaned our country money on a condition that he and his family would own the federal banking system when it was put in place we didn't have a federal uh banking system until he put it on you know all the other countries of the world had a federal banking system and it sounds good let's have a federal bank but what's not good is the fact that it's owned and operated by just a few people i mean we don't even control our own federal banking system they don't want to be audited i mean senator paul wanted to audit them and representative paul his father we kept requesting to audit them and they refused. Why do you think they refused? Because they're doing stuff, they're controlling our money like nobody else. I mean, the Federal Reserve is basically controls our money. They control our economy and we do not have any control over it. And the bad thing is, after they established the bank, they took control of our government little by little. President Nixon, who I happen to think was a decent president, did some really bad things. And he, you know, as, as you might know, he lost several elections. He wanted to be president of this republic, but he gave in to evilness. He gave in to desolation. When he was vice president, he went to China on several secretive missions, which hoped to open free trade with China. Once again, China is always popping up in these things, in these arguments. He got Pepsi into China. And then Pepsi moved most of their operations to different parts of the world. And he worked for other country, other economic interests, big corporations, giving them what they want, meaning the countries that were giving them problems, Nixon would go in before he was president and use the power of the vice presidency to do harm and take those countries. He was vice president for, for President Eisenhower. And when President Eisenhower left office, he warned about the military establishment and the money changers, the big world, as we call them, the new world order. He knew that this badness, this, this curse upon our society was getting bad and he knew what President Nixon was doing. And President Nixon, when he got in office, he created the EPA which as you know, has controlled and forces our companies to do and our world to do what they want. He also passed a law that made it, you know, until he passed the law for healthcare, until 1973, it was illegal to profit from healthcare. It was a nonprofit operation. You didn't have a lot of the big insurance companies involved because it had to be nonprofit. That's why when you look at Blue Cross and some of these healthcare agencies, they're formed as nonprofit, even though they are very profitable to the people that own them. 
in secret. He passed the HMO Act of 1973, which basically made it legal for companies to profit off healthcare. And today, look at the system of our healthcare. They decide who dies, they decide who lives. Once again, hurting our republic. And as well, President Nixon destroyed American manufacturing. He made it legal for companies to leave the U.S. and leave people and the government of our country, our tax dollars, would go to pay for these companies to go overseas. In 1972, he enacted it. And companies started leaving, borrowing the money from the U.S. government at 0%, supposedly, to help out these poor countries. When we really were taking them over and controlling their governments. And it wasn't us, it was the people that were controlling our own government. Do you realize since 1972, we have lost over 100,000 factories? Since 2000, we've lost 60,000 factories. That made our country, think about it, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, they worked in these factories. Today, our children have to look and try to find a job. These factories gave our local cities, our, our, our communities, a place to be, a place to live. Today, we're high-tech which can be done anywhere, anywhere, India, China. Uh, you know, a famous man named Adam Smith in 1970, I mean, 1776, he made the note in his book, Wealth of Nations, that manufacturing is what makes a country strong. It's what makes a country impenetrable to the outside forces that might try to take it over. Do you realize for 200 years we had manufacturing and we stood up to the evils that we call the New World Order? But unfortunately, our government has given in. The rest of our politicians, the rest of our government has given in to them. They do what they want. They try to take our guns away. Our republic should be free. And these people, they control the world, we call the New World Order. They also try to decide what countries, how big they are, who's strong this year, who's strong next year, which revolution they will fund and make succeed. But these people, for over a hundred years, have been planning to thin the herd. They want our population to decrease. They've tried Ebola. They've tried other diseases. And the Bilderberg Organization, things leaked almost 90, 80 years ago from a secret organization that many of, of them were part of the Bilderbergs, what we call now the Bilderbergs. And documents came out about their ideas of how to thin the population. China did it. China ordered one child as a direct result of this. In America, we had education on sex education to reduce the number of children. And when that didn't work, they said diseases and other and wars could be used to thin the herd. 
Ebola, they wanted it to thin the herd, but it never made it nationwide or healthcare to the point that we could treat it and stop it before it got here. And guess what? COVID. Our U.S. government funded the very facility in China that created COVID. And there's a lot of proof that our U.S. government had a big hand in creation of COVID. A disease that changes and evolves so that one serum, one shot to help like the flu can change. Unlike the flu, it changes every year. This can evolve month to month. And look at all the dead around the world because of COVID. And now they want you to take a COVID shot. And what's in this shot? Nobody knows. But once again, I wouldn't trust it because the people that control the world, these new world orders, created it. I'm a firm believer that they had the antidote before they released the disease, that the people in the know had already been vaccinated with a real vaccine. Because look at who they vaccinate now. It doesn't stop COVID. People still get COVID. Vermont is one of the leading where people like sheep have taken the COVID shot. And they also have the highest incident of rising COVID, new COVID cases. So the vaccine doesn't really work. They're giving us something. What the hell are they giving us? Nobody knows, but they do want to reduce our population. Maybe it controls how fertile a person is. Wouldn't that be the perfect way? Plus it kills the COVID disease itself is continually killing and probably will keep going. It's going to be part of our landscape. And then they'll release the next disease and the next disease until they kill who they need to kill the number of people until they're happy with our size. As you see, our own government is part of this. But you know who up, upended this control of the world that they have is Donald Trump. Donald Trump said, fuck it. And he caused issues with all their plans because at heart he is a common man he wants for the little guy he tried to stop things i firmly believe and of course they did everything they can to stop him and when people tried to stand up and protest because of the elections they made it look like everybody was a bunch of crazy people because the, all the media is controlled. And you got to remember false flags. I don't believe that January 6th was just Donald Trump's people. I believe that the police were told how easily, how few guards there were. I think that was all planned so that they could make Trump's followers look weak. I just pray that a leader comes along, whether it be Donald Trump running next, his son or somebody that believes DeSantis in Florida, which I really like, somebody's got to stand up and free us. You've got to have your guns because there's one thing, we're not a republic anymore. How many times have you heard the president or any of these senators call us a republic? It used to be in the speeches. 
we're no longer a republic because a republic means you're standing up for the people. If you believe, if you believe in this country, I want you to love your families and I want you to be willing to stand up when the time is right and defend this country. I firmly believe that there will be an uprising. Thomas Jefferson said every generation needs to uprise and rebel so that the government will be of the people. That's who founded us, a revolutionary people that fought against the new world order. Let's stand up and have faith. Be ready, because it's coming. And I firmly believe that a republic will be born. It won't be as big as our country now. I have, I can pretty much tell you if you look at where the republic in the heart of the country will be the republic. The South, the Midwest, where people still love their families, go to church, believe in a better way of life, and believe that people ought to be free. Because we are a republic. We are an outstanding group of people. Have no shame like it's been written recently that white in a book that was going to be taught to our children that white men are evil. That's wrong. That's reverse racism. We are, no matter what race you are, you should be proud to be that. You know, what if the white, a group of white people wanted to say white lives matter, just like the blacks, they would be put down and told that they were crazy and, and everything else, that they were racist, just because they say that our lives matter. Just as many, a lot of white people are killed by police and the government when they stand up. If you stand up and fight the people that are trying to control our lives and your children's, they will come. But if we stand together, we can fight them. We can resist. Because unfortunately, I think our country is headed down a direction that we will split up one day. And the true republic can be formed. Because I just don't think Washington can work together. But we've truly just become controlled by the money changers, by the evil, evil people that people call the new world war. In my next podcast, I'm going to go in depth about the COVID-19. I'm going to give you information that has not been released about COVID-19 and where it came from. Long live the Republic. This is Rich Sims signing off. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Be a true patriot. Fight for the Republic. You have a good night. Signing off.